Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. WILK News Radio. Great good morning, everyone. It's 9 a.m. in Northeast PA. Thursday, March 30th, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show, and I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us begin today's battle. A reminder, this Bob Cadaro Show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, Proudly and passionately patriotic and reliably right. So in the, whatever, the hubbub of, I, I lost my little water bottle that I use. So I'm running around looking for the darn water bottle. And then my ID won't sign me on and so forth. But in the resulting um, confusion, I left my... Uh, notes on the veterans we're going to honor today, so we won't do it just yet. Unless, unless Johnny, do you have about a minute and a half you can fill? Do you have something brilliant to say this morning? No? No. <laughs> He's got to put his headphones on and everything else. So I, I'm going to get to those veterans, because I'll tell you what, as I was doing them this morning, doing my my list of veterans, uh, man, I was, I don't know. I was just really, as always, frankly, very touched by reading about their lives and what they did other than the military as well. Uh, it, it just, just remarkable. And I, by the way, I, um, uh, had a chance, if you remember, Pat called us about George Lowry, the former zookeeper at the Nayog Zoo in Scranton. And he told me that Chris Kelly had written a, an article about him, and it was so nice that he did. And I read it, and it just brought great memories back of George Lowry. So good job by Chris Kelly. Uh, in the Scranton Times, remembering George Lowry, who was just a great guy. His services are today, 5 to 8 o'clock, 
I don't know when the service itself is going to start at Vanston and James, my friend's uh, uh, funeral home up there in uh, the hill section of Scranton. But a good article, and I was happy I read it and so forth. The other thing that's going on locally, and I'm getting a lot of um, texts and emails and messages. All of you probably remember... Most people in this area would probably remember Gigarelli's Pizza. Well, the owner was a guy named Robert Barron. And he vanished about six years ago. Just vanished. There was a sign of a struggle at the restaurant, at some some portion of the restaurant, because he was last seen at 11 o'clock at night. And then he was gone. And they knew something had happened and that there was foul play. And it was more than suspected. They just, they knew it. And so Robert Barron goes unfound until probably yesterday. And there's, the things I'm being told, uh, I don't want to, because I'm, again, I'm not a news guy. So I didn't need to break news or anything, but they're remarkable. The people who potentially did away with him, who did him harm, Robert Barron. And what has happened to them? This is the information I'm getting. But it's, it's it's a fascinating case, and it has to be so heartbreaking for family and the community and, and friends of his, really um, just sad. And I'm happy and I give credit to uh, District Attorney Powell that, that they didn't give up. Whenever they had information, they went and chased it down. And it probably came to fruition, it was sort of misquoted in the paper, Uh, he had said that he is hopeful for the family to resolve it, and the the headline said he's hopeful that it's Robert Barron. Well, who's hopeful? We we have to question the, the people that wrote those headlines. He's hopeful for what? I mean, but he, he was really just hopeful for the family to get closure. That's what he's, the quote was. But the actual words were much, you know, much more understandable. Tough stuff, though, for an entire community, a family, friends, all that kind of thing. And so we go to uh, Mother Teresa. Mary Regina got it in earlier than usual, which is great. Mother Teresa, St. Teresa, for March 30th. She says, the most important part is that we keep the work as his work and that we do not spoil it with any claims. The most important part is that we keep the work as his work and that we do not spoil it with any claims. She's saying, don't take credit. And she's referencing specifically her work 
and the work that the, the beautiful sisters and others did in India. So, just it is it is a pleasure and, and uplifting to hear from her every day, Mother Teresa. So, what else about in terms of national news? Another substantial train derailment. Like, what is going on? They happen all the time. We understand that, but that's usually like an uncoupling in a rail yard when they say there's a 1,000 or 1,200 a year. Not fiery infernos, which this is another one. Very strange. It does feel as if, and I, I'm only saying feel, as if these food processing plants the railroad issues and accidents and the power and substation accidents and incidents, are they starting to form a picture that we're experiencing sabotage here in the United States? They're, while they are geographically widespread, they've been focused on some critical infrastructure. So I, I'm confused by that. I'm concerned by that. And I don't know where it's going to lead. I truly don't. Uh, by the way, I heard um, Jason and Nancy giving away rail rider tickets. We're not giving them away on this show. But... That season's starting Friday night. Now, to, to, today is Major League Opening Day. I happen to see uh, Janice Dean, the Fox News or uh, weather person, giving the weather reports for every place they're playing. The, the coldest, I thought, was Boston, although it was going to be sunny, but it's only going to reach 40 degrees. We'll see what the weather is tomorrow night for the Barons because it does get warm on Saturday, but not in time. Uh, 53 degrees is the high tomorrow that we're predicting. So we shall see. All right, we're going to take a break. Bob Cadaro with you. W-I-L-K, the eponymous show, rolls on. March 30th, 1945, Eric Clapp, better known as Eric Clapton, born in Ripley, Surrey, England. And Murph chose After Midnight to play for to honor his birthday. Uh, and then before that, I, and you know, it's a it, they, they're sort of dry recitals. I understand that when we go, you know, prior to t- television age. But it was important, and it was a big deal, and it's something to be commemorated. U.S. Secretary of State William H. Seward, in 1867, this date, he reached agreement with Russia to purchase the territory of Alaska for $7.2 million. A deal ridiculed by critics as Seward's folly. Well, in addition, 
to what a great state Alaska is, what a great component of the United States of America between energy and the people and the culture and all of that. Could you imagine if the Russians, if Putin, and before him the Soviet Union held territory in the continental North America? Hmm. Fascinating. Um, somebody sent me, and I've got to check who did, because I, you know what it is? I, I, I sometimes erase these things too quickly. Okay, our friend Gene uh, sent me um, this really fascinating thing. I, I was a Megyn Kelly fan. I don't know about you guys, but I was uh, when she was on Fox. And she um, she had a statement about Anthony Fauci. And before I go to our veterans, I want to play it real now because she was she was always blunt and direct. But I'm very proud of her for this statement. Now, is she fighting for relevance again? Whatever. But but uh, Johnny, you have it. Let's uh, fire that up. Let, let's hear what Megan Kelly has to say about Anthony Fauci. All right. <laughs> it's just on a loop there, Johnny. Anyway, uh, I, I'm happy to hear that. Be, and thank you, Gene, for saying that. But he has become megalomaniacal, Anthony Fauci. He's been so interested in burnishing his image and keeping his candle lit that he's turned into a nightmare for the people of this country. And he was wrong about everything during the pandemic. Everything. Lockdowns, masks, vaccines, everything. So he's slowly being exposed, but there's, there's that maybe one-third of the people, the same people saying Biden's doing a good job who are devoted to him for some odd, insane reason. Very, very interesting. Uh, let us talk about our veterans while I've got a couple of minutes for today. We're honoring Attilio Vergari, Peckville, born Jessup, passed away at the age of 97 this month. U.S. Army World War II, he was an infantryman right out of Jessup High School. 61st Armored Division under Patton. He fought in France, Belgium, Germany, was involved in the Battle of the Bulge. Purple Heart, Bronze Star. Founding member of the Jessup VFW. Also past commander of the American Legion. Attilio Vergari. Frank Janelle, Old Forge. U.S. Navy during the Korean conflict era. He then went on to work for M&M's and came back home, Chamberlain Manufacturing. Good long wife. Leaves behind his wife, Jermaine. Dr. Thomas Rittenhouse, and I knew Thomas. Scranton. And 
He was a guy who, he was a doctor who did house calls until he retired. U.S. Army. I, I knew him from up at the Country Club of Scranton and elsewhere. And then renewed acquaintance with him, or continued the acquaintance with him, uh, when he was a member of the Catholic Choral Society. And they would perform at our Christmas tree lighting uh, for Lackawanna County. And I knew his daughter. I mean, just a great guy, Dr. Thomas Rittenhouse. Stephen Skirla, McAdoo, U.S. Army, Korea. Received the Korean Service Medal, three bronze stars. Three. Retired out of the military as a major in the Army Reserves. Worked for Exxon Research and Engineering in New Jersey. Leaves behind his wife, Julie. Robert Romanix, 90. U.S. Army, Greenridge Section of Scranton. Served us in Germany. His wife, Catherine, survives him. And it, it just jumped out at me. We used to hang around the Golo in Dunmore. Uh, sometimes drink there, but we played football there, too. The Golo. He worked at Golo Footwear, among other places. Ted Warren, Nanticoke, passed away at age 93. His nickname was Pop. He was at the 793rd uh, Military Police Battalion, Germany, 51 to 53. And then he was a CO at SCI Dallas. Played baseball with Pete Gray. I, I also noticed, was it him? I, I No, that's right. But played baseball with Pete Gray. Nanticoke guy all his life. Leonard Rogers, Hudson section of Plains Township. And graduated Mount Carmel High School, the, the, the olden days football powerhouse. Untouchable in the Eastern Conference for decades. And based upon when he was in the Air Force, 1966 and 1970, he was part of the glory days of Mount Carmel football. He was a sergeant in U.S. Air Force, serving primarily at Elmendorf Air Force Base in the aforementioned state of Alaska. Went on to be a coal mine inspector for his career. Leaves behind his wife, Donna. Just, just a great group of people. I, I just enjoy, I truly enjoy every day uh, taking down the information, whether it's from something you send me or an obituary, because it's it's a big deal. Well, the Club for Common Sense has convened, and yes, we are providing that sanctuary of sanity. For all of you, and it's necessary, even if you're a left-wing lunatic, as Appointment Radio rolls on. We'll be back with the weather. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, a chilly wind early. Some clouds, then sunny, high of 45. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 27. Tomorrow, sun early with periods of rain by the early afternoon, high of 53. And then... And there's still a couple tickets available. The tables are sold out, but the tickets are not. Um, the roast tomorrow night at La Bonavita, Riley Street, Dunmore, and I will be the roastee, 6 to 9.
Saturday, steady rain in the morning with some gaps by the afternoon. Maybe some sun, breezy, high of 68. Sunday, dry, some sun. It'll only be 48, though. And then Monday, looking like dry, sunny, with a high of 60. Somebody texted in, um, Bob, uh, do you know whatever happened to Dr. Burks, who was right by Fauci's side through most of the pandemic? And then just ultimately disappeared from public view. I don't know if she was as bad as him. In fact, I don't think she was. She was not as damaging as him. But she's just one of those people that was rubbed the wrong way by Trump and then served him very poorly. And therefore the country. He was the president. See, they forgot that. I often wonder when Fauci said and told Trump who then foolishly went out and repeated it, that this was nothing. COVID was nothing. We don't have to worry about it. It's going to go away quickly. Now, that was his fond hope, because as we now found out, he was one of the people who funded the research that caused the problem. Trump repeated the line. and Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It was used against him, not Fauci. Because they loved Fauci, the media. In any event, Clive from Beaumont is here, and uh, he was at the Vietnam Veterans Ceremony yesterday at Luzerne County Courthouse. Clive, how are you? Good, Bob. Yes, I, it was a great, great affair, a great gathering. I can't thank the uh, Wyoming Valley chapter of the Daughters of the American Revolution enough for what they put on yesterday. It opened with a uh, with the Pledge of Allegiance proclamation from the mayor of Wilkesbury reading the names of all those from Luzerne County who who died in Vietnam. That must have been uh, a long, that's a long list. Isn't that 90, 90 some people? Uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was rather lengthy. Uh, I, I didn't realize there were that many, oh, yeah. uh, on that, uh, on that wall, but, uh, yes. And, uh, wreath laying and then a certificate, Beautiful certificate was presented to uh, all the Vietnam veterans who were in attendance. So, once again, I can't 
thank them enough. Uh, an organization that promotes patriotism, duty, honor, country, and we seem to be finding less and less of that in our society. And we, yeah, the Daughters of the American Revolution have, uh, they truly have their work cut out for them because these these young kids, young people primarily, are not patriotic, and it's not going to end well. No, it's not. And you've heard me uh, my thoughts about the uh, millennial generation. <laughs> I don't need to go into that. And that's that's why we're in trouble today. Yeah. Well, Clive, thank you for updating us on that. And I'm so happy that it even occurred. Good stuff. Sure. Thanks, Bob. All right. Yeah. Somebody else's. Um, Somebody says, no, the sabotages from the corporate greed trying to get every ounce from every worker and efficiency plans designed by young college graduates who uh, don't know the job they're regulating. It's happening in every industry, and it's progressively getting worse. Workers are no longer an asset. They are a liability to the companies they work for, and there's resentment on both sides. Toxic work environments are what you're seeing. That could be a component of it. But when, you know, but when you're looking at derailments, I don't know. I, I don't know if that could explain it. Somebody, somebody else, when I was talking about this potential sabotage, Bob, now you're seeing the light. Welcome to the tin hat club. <laughs> tin foil hat club in any event. LTS back at you. Doug says, I said a while ago it looks like sabotage. And and that's as far as I can go. But someone texts in, and this is the interesting point. With all the unknowns and possible terrorists coming across the border, there could be an organized network of sabotage of our infrastructure by now. You're right. (laughs) They don't know this idiot Biden... This idiot Mallorca, they don't know what they're causing. And we won't know the full effects of it for quite a while. And of course, it's the easiest way to smuggle bands of saboteurs into the country. Through this open border policy, the Biden administration. It's the easiest way to get terrorists in. Do we know the origins and loyalties of the Chinese who are coming through that border or anybody else for that matter? It's insane policy. It's upside down policy. And I've got to tell you, I pointed out yesterday that Biden, who doesn't even know what a, he doesn't even know what an AR-15 is. He has no clue. Claims he has a couple of shotguns. But when he, when someone as stupid as him tells me that we should ban something or we should do something, I immediately, even if I didn't know better, which I do. I immediately say he's wrong because he's wrong about everything. How could a person who doesn't think the border's a crisis 
be listened to about anything. How does a person who engineered the murder of 13 service people leaving behind thousands of Americans and Afghani allies and $85 billion worth of high-tech equipment. How can you trust him on anything? The guy who's who's trying to destroy our energy complex and has caused rampant inflation... When we go to the pump, when we heat our homes, when we turn our lights on, when we use water, massive utility increases. He's caused them directly. And then he lies about it. How can you trust the person who says that the Republicans want to defund the police? And he says it with a straight face. How can you trust the person... On anything, including gun control, who tells you that COVID and its spread were a pandemic of the unvaccinated when he knew that wasn't true. I mean, you think about the the staggering lies that he tells every day. The guy who makes his announcement about the, the Nashville incident after clamoring on about chocolate chip ice cream. That you're going to trust his prescription and solution. Take take a side that it's obviously patently wrong. It's part of the Democrat left-wing lunatic belief that no one's responsible for their actions. No, the gun is responsible for their action. Not this crazed person who shot three nine-year-olds point-blank. And I said it yesterday, I'll say it again today. It had nothing to do with the weapons used. This person could have killed the same six people with a knife, a sword, a pistol. So once again... They're parking the cars of every sober driver because someone killed people in a drunk driving accident. So you don't listen to stupid people, even if what they're saying feels right. And your president is the dumbest person I have ever seen on the public stage. We'll be back. We don't have time to wait for Otis Redding to whistle, but what a great song. 
March 30th, 1968, the late Otis Redding had the number one hit with Sitting on the Dock of the Bay when San Francisco was absolutely beautiful, absolutely cool. Uh, I've been to most cities in this country, and it was the only European city we had, and now it is uh, uh, essentially a homeless encampment. Uh, and and been uh, some ultra rich people. <laughs> that's that's what it's boiled down to. Unreal. Well, it's time for the Bloomberg Money Minute. We're going to hear what's going on in business, stock market, all that, and then come back to you. What a great song. What a great band. Chicago. This date, 1970, they released their hit single, Make Me Smile. Wow. That, that, and that song, Makes Me Smile, it's that good. And uh, some, some guys that we lost this month that make me smile thinking about them. Attilio Vergari, Peckville, late of Peckville, formerly Jessup. Frank Janelle, Old Forge. Dr. Thomas Rittenhouse, Scranton. Stephen Skirla, McAdoo. Leonard Rogers, Hudson section of Plains Township. Robert Romanix, Greenridge section of Scranton. Ted Warren, known as Pop, Nanticoke. Great veterans we salute today. Uh, somebody texted in, and, and listen, I've got to listen because you're a gun owner, I'm not. But you're, you're quibbling with me when I say that she could have killed with a knife, and you're saying that you couldn't get in the, the doors with a knife. You could have got in with a sledgehammer. That's not what I said. We... We've got to keep focused on the argument, the discussion. And I'll listen to anything someone has to say, but you've got to keep your eye on the argument, and we've got to have that discussion. Now, they continue. I'm a gun owner and really don't see the need for high-capacity magazines. Ten-shot clips should be enough. Schools need to be secured. That's the point. And I don't know if you were listening yesterday, but that's the point I made. Now, this guy's got grandkids, and he worries every day. So, listen, you're taking it seriously, so be serious about it. I said that she could have killed, particularly the three children, with a knife just as easily. It wasn't the weapon. That's my point. And it's not the magazine. Now, you think the ten, uh, a 10-shot magazine is enough. Well, if, if your home's being assaulted, and by the way, I was in prison with people who did home assaults. And to stop them, you would need a high-capacity magazine. Because they would swarm the house. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not advocating it. I'm just saying because you don't prefer it and I don't. I never owned a gun in my life. 
but it's not my decision what you do, even if I don't like it. That there's those are the important points. So you bash in the the, the windowed part of the door with a sledgehammer, and then you go in. And you stab or shoot with a pistol. It's not the weapon. It's the person. And I will guarantee you. And you, I'd like you to get back to me in a text. You are no danger to anyone. You will use it for sport. You will use it for recreation. Your gun. And maybe self-defense. Why should your gun be taken or limited because of this sick person that's doing it? You're not drunk driving. Why take your car off you? It is an exact equivalent. It's a very important argument. But the key is what I was saying yesterday, and I've said repeatedly. We know we can harden the schools. Joe Biden's against that. Why? I don't get it. The left is against that. The Democrat Party's against that. If we harden the schools, these things would be harder to happen. There'd be more reaction time for police. Maybe some of these sickos would be deterred. But we know less people would die. There's never a zero. It's a big country. A lot of crazies out there. A lot of armed crazies. But when we're looking for a solution to feel good, instead of to correct the problem, and we overlook what we can do immediately, I tell you, it's not the right solution. And if Joe Biden says it, it's wrong. Automatically. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It's wrong. Kirk from Nanticoke, how are you? Great. Yourself? Oh, doing okay. I go when I get in my well, rants and then I get over it. Hey, well that's okay. You're entitled to it, I guess. <laughs> we all are. Yeah. <laughs> first of all first of all I want to yell at you a little bit here. I'm tired of you bowling Dave when he comes on the show. This ruins my day when you do stuff like that. I haven't had him on. <laughs> I haven't had I him. I banned, I banned him. I banned him. It was a waste of time. I don't listen. No, I agree you're, with you. The, the listeners, I'm not worried about my time. I'm here. Uh, I'm worried about no. your time. <laughs> Kirk, you don't need to listen no. to that nonsense. No, no, I understand, but I have to make humor of it or you're, you're crying. Again. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, my my thing is uh, a couple things. I am uh, talking about the school shootings and guns and all that stuff. Um, I don't own a gun, never have, and uh, I have an older brother who was a captain in Delta Force. He's thirty three years in the service, and um, uh, he never really shared anything with me. He didn't tell me stories and all that stuff. But one thing that did stick in my mind, he said, uh, "If we take all the guns away from the uh, the law abiding citizens, he says you're going to see more terrorist acts happening in this country." He says the reason why they don't come in and start bombing in those all different areas like they've done in other countries is because we have that many guns in our country. Now, with that many guns in our country, 
wouldn't you think we would have a lot more stuff going on, you know, more people being killed? And don't I'm not taking school shooting lightly because I have grandkids and I have kids. I, yeah. you know, I agree 1,000% we have to do something about it. But, as you said, you know, if somebody kills somebody with a car, do we take the cars away from them? We don't do that. But and, and, back and, and, by the way, and by the way, if, if you are correct, meaning not you, but, the, but if the left is correct, that taking, uh, banning assault weapons will solve the problem. All right, and we know that hardening the schools will help the problem. Why would you be against helping the problem by hardening the schools? And they're against it, 100%. A, a thousand, you're a thousand percent right. That's, that's the whole thing inside here. Well, if that's the case, we're worried about kids dying and all stuff, and, and I want something done. I believe in you know whether we have a military guy or law enforcement inside there because I believe in all that stuff. But what are we doing with all the inner city stuff on here? We have more people, kids killed in one weekend than we do all, all the time. And why isn't anything like that ever being talked about? And if we take the guns away, the only one that's going to have it is the criminals. Yep. And, and it's, but, it's the same thing I had, you know, back and forth with someone who texted in about high-capacity magazines. Well, just because someone wants it and you think it's not necessary, that's his right. That's his freedom. But the other part is, if they banned high-capacity uh, magazines... People who are criminals would make them. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to get it store. from anywhere we have to get it. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just I'm blown by it. But anyway, I just want to throw those few comments out there, and, and I appreciate your time. You keep up that good work inside there. Thank you so much, Kirk. I appreciate it. Good talking to you. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Bob Kadar with you. W-I-L-K. Time for the news. That's actually overtime for the news, but Paula is a patient woman. We'll be back. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.